What's up, mamas? I'm Rebecca, and this is Mom More, Mom Snore. Hope everyone's doing well. I am still on the Anchor Kick, very excited to continue podcasting, and I'm thinking that the next step is really to share with you my own personal mompreneur story and kind of how I really got started uh, with a small business at home, um, what my small business is, and I'd love to learn more about what your small business is. And if you don't have one yet and you're just interested in everything about being a mom boss, then stay tuned so that we can talk more about that. I'll be sharing ideas for businesses, and I'd love to hear what your thoughts are and what your concerns are about starting a business as a mom. But let's get to it. Really, I have always had the entrepreneurial bug. I always wanted to find ways to make my own money my entire life. Started working very early and always had a job and went to school and worked really hard and some would say I was a workaholic in all of my jobs after college. Um, I was an event planner, I was in hospitality sales, I worked for convention and visitors bureaus, so very much a people person, very much hospitality driven, very much service oriented, um, and also sales. So that's kind of my background and, you know, I'm a take over the world kind of person. When I dive into something, I go full force, I do lots of research, I want to learn everything about it and figure it out and kind of conquer it. But once I do that, I kind of get bored after. And so that really kind of led me to, I guess, explore businesses and explore ideas um, because I really felt like entrepreneurial ventures are all about figuring it out, right? You want to do it for yourself. You want to kind of conquer a market, conquer an industry, conquer setting up a business that's successful. Um, So it really kind of fits that mold for me. Also, one of the reoccurring things in my life is that I really have a major issue and problem with authority. I don't like people telling me what to do. I don't really think there was ever a boss that I had that I really, you know, liked working for. Um, Maybe one, my very first one, and that's about it. I just, the more that I kind of learned about myself, the more that I got better with my skills, the more I realized that that doesn't mean that those people make good managers, and it was very difficult for me to take direction from people um, and not be able to do things my own way. And so, really in the last, I would say I'm 35 now, so... Probably in the last five years is when I really realized, you know, kind of once I turned 30 that life is short and I really wanted to have my own business. I just knew that I really couldn't just yet, you know, I really couldn't just go off on my own. I needed health insurance. My husband and I were, you know, wanting to have a child soon at that point in time. And so it just really wasn't the time. It was the time to play it safe, work for someone else, bring home your paycheck and do what you need to do. Well, when we had my son, Giovanni, in December of 2015, I knew in my heart of hearts that the type of job that I had was going to be so difficult to do while raising a family because the hours were unpredictable. It required a lot of extra time and effort out of the office, and I knew it was going to be difficult. So I was already starting to prepare myself and to try to drop the hints to my husband 
that I wanted to stay home once we had our son. But we decided against it. We decided that I was going to go back to work. We put Gio um, in a little daycare for infant care. And like the first week was a trial week, the week before I had to start back to work from my maternity leave. And thank God we did that because what we found was that daycare was not for us. You know, we did a couple pop-in surprise visits, and every time we just found that they weren't doing what they said they were going to do. At one point, he was laying in his own, you know, spit-up. He was only a little baby. Um, You know, just a couple of things within the span of a week that really turned us off to the idea. We tried to look for a nanny. We found someone that we liked after we did a bunch of interviews. And then once we really looked at the numbers, I said, you know, yeah, I'm making great money. You know, I was making... $60,000, $70,000 a year um, with, you know, my pay and my bonuses. And that was great. You know, I mean, that's a respectable income. But when you figure in what you're going to pay a nanny, yeah, we're not going to pay her $60,000 or $70,000. But when you figure in driving to and from, when you figure in the nanny and the extra cost, when you figure in dry cleaning, when you figure in tolls, when you figure in all of these things, it just really didn't make sense to say, okay, well, to maybe clear... Ten or $20,000 in a year, um, let me go off and leave somebody else to raise my kid. And I'm not judging that. That just was not for us at that time, given our situation, given our thoughts, given, you know, what we figured out for ourselves. So I'm not judging. I totally get now being a stay-at-home mom, why women decide to go back to work because, man, it is hard to be home with your kids all day long, especially if you are like me, you know, a go-getter, hardworking, you know, career woman up until the point that you have a child. It's a total change of pace. It's a totally different world. You're not in charge of anything anymore. (laughs) So it's a real adjustment for me. Um, And I would say, you know, the first six months of his life, Gio's life, I was like, you know, completely brain dead to begin with between the lack of sleep and just being so traumatized by the whole change of, you know, going to work and doing that kind of thing to being at home, never putting on normal clothes, you know, not having any kind of schedule whatsoever except for what is dictated by, you know, the baby. So, I mean, I guess I could do a whole separate show on, you know, a whole separate session on the adjustment that you make um, staying at home from being a working person, but we can save that for another time. Um, Really, you know, at this point, it's a matter of I'm home with my son and that's great, but I need something to keep my brain from turning to mush. And so somehow, and I really wish I remembered how I found it, maybe in a magazine, um, I found an app called Totspot which was an app that you could list your used or pre-owned children's clothing on and sell it to other people. And then you could also purchase pre-owned clothing from other people. And to me, this was like, I had, you know, I knew of garage sales, I knew of thrift stores, but I had never ever come across anything like this where you buy and sell stuff on an app. Um, That was my first exposure to it. I guess obviously I knew about eBay, but as far as an app goes and it being just for kids used clothes, I never really thought of it. So the idea was new. I'm like, let me try it out. I had obviously like, you know, some of the newborn and three month size stuff. And I went on and I kind of checked it all out. And in true Rebecca fashion, I like soaked myself in like every free moment that I had. 
I was looking up stuff, seeing how you do it, seeing what other people do. There were Facebook groups of moms that did this. And I just dove right in. And when I made my first, I think like a couple hundred dollars, maybe, you know, in the first month or two, I made like two or three hundred dollars just from selling my son's stuff or stuff that he didn't get to wear or whatever. I was like, oh my God, I'm totally hooked. And then I found out about Poshmark and I created an account on Poshmark and I sold some of my um, like old work stuff because obviously I'm a stay-at-home mom now. I don't need any work clothes anymore, especially some of the stuff that's never going to fit me again. Goodbye size two, hello size, I don't know, six or eight, I guess at that point. Um, now I'm working my way back down. Thank you very much. But at that point, it was a, a whole thing. Anyway, so I got rid of some stuff on Poshmark, and that was cool. And I was like, wow. Like, sorry, I'm trying to do the code to my storage unit. So I'm about to go into the storage unit and do some work in there. Pardon me. So anyway, I... Um, you know, got started with Hotspot, got started with Poshmark, that was in June of 2016, and I just made little bits of money here and there, um, but I'm like, this could be a thing, and the more I dove into it, and the more I researched it, I found, you know, like I said, these Facebook groups of people that do this, and then I found that there were people that do this for a living, and then I found there were women on Poshmark that made, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, and I was like, oh my god, this is the most amazing thing, and especially because, I did it all from my phone, you know, so I was reselling clothes that we had used from our own house, from our own closet, getting premium used dollar for it, so obviously not premium new pricing, but premium pre-owned pricing, because if I sold it at a garage sale, I'd only get a dollar or two for some of these things, if that, so I was amazed, I was hooked, and I just continued and continued, and then... I found out about going to the thrift store, buying items that were pre-owned by other people, and then selling those for a profit. And I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Like, I mean, it was just a whole thing that I had never explored, never thought of, never knew about, and I was just completely amazed. And I started going to the thrift store, and really, I was just focused on kids' clothes, um, because my main spot was Top Spa. I had the most followers there, and that just was more my world and so I would go to you know when it was half price color find that tag at Goodwill and you know buy kids clothes for 75 cents um, when it was on half price and then you know flip it for you know again it was only a kids clothes so maybe a few bucks but I'm like wow that's a few bucks of profit the more I did the more then I started gathering supplies and I started really thinking about it as a business and I started making goals for myself and I started lifting more during, you know, the baby's naps or I would get up early before the baby woke up and, and start lifting or organizing the items. I would buy bins so I could store the items and I've gone through, you know, since then to now probably six or seven different inventory systems and ways that I've kept things and I've really grown because I've gone not only from Top Spot reselling kids clothes to Poshmark reselling women's clothes, kids clothes, maternity items, and men's clothes, to then even cross-posting into other apps, which I kind of dabble in like Mercari um, or Kitizen for a little while, and now I'm on eBay, and so pretty much eBay and Poshmark are my two main gigs, right? So I 
you know, resell these clothes um, that I purchase at garage sales, at, um, you know, on local Facebook buy, sell trades, at consignment stores locally, at the church thrift store, um, still some of our own clothes, of course, and just take all of that and flip it for a profit. Now, for me, that never seemed like it was something that could happen, but because I was able to look to YouTube, to look to Facebook, to look to other people that were currently doing this, I was, you know, thrown into a whole world where this is now a possibility, and now it's my life, and now it's the business that I've chosen for myself. Now, it's not the only form of income that I have as a stay-at-home mom. Reselling is really, I would say, like 80% of it, but I'm trying to diversify those income streams so that... I have a brand called Mom Roar Brands, and the boutique, Mom Roar Boutique, is one brand of that. And so that's my, you know, reselling of pre-owned items to consumers, to moms, to, you know, men, women, kids. Um, so that's one brand, Mom Roar Boutique, and that's the reselling business. And then I have Mom Roar Designs, which is my print-on-demand business. So I create designs of my own, or I hire a designer to create them, but right now I'm doing them mostly on my own. And I put those designs on a variety of platforms like Amazon or Etsy or Zazzle, and those designs are put onto products, whether it's a t-shirt, a sweatshirt, a hoodie, a mug, a button, a magnet, whatever it is that design, people can choose a product um, with that design on it, purchase it, and then that platform will print and create that item and ship it off. So with reselling, I have all the items. I keep all the inventory. I manage all of the things. Physically, it's a lot of management of the things. But with print on demand, it's a nice complement to that because I can just do the creative work, basically, and do the, you know, computer work and put those designs up into the internet and people buy them, but the platform stores it, ships it, sends it. I don't have to do a thing after that. So while it's not completely passive income in the idea of you do nothing and you just make money, um, I do the work on the front end and then that item can continue to sell and continue to bring me royalties. So that's a nice way to kind of complement and diversify the income with that. And then the third thing, which I have developed but have not really continued to execute on yet, so right now it's just kind of out there but it's not being fully executed on in a daily basis, is Mom Roar Momming. And so that's going to be, you know, a blog, maybe a YouTube channel, maybe just some social media about, you know, being a mom, um, kids' activities, recipes, ways to save money, you know, just your typical mommy blog type of stuff, but with my little spin on it, and all falling under the Mom Roar brand. Um, so that's that, and I've started little bits and pieces of it, but I just haven't fully focused on it just yet. Um, and then the fourth pillar is Mom Roar Mompreneur, which we're dealing with now. So it's the podcast. It's putting together my reselling tips and tricks, putting together my print-on-demand tips and tricks, coming up with other business ideas or business opportunities or business um, resources, I guess you could say, for moms that are mompreneurs, for women that are maybe thinking about becoming a mompreneur. Maybe you're 
pregnant now and you'd like to stay home with your child, but you don't know how you're going to make money and so you can't make that leap yet, you know, let's explore ways that we can, you know, find you a business that's actually going to work for you. Because the business that I have, you know, isn't going to work for everyone. No one, not everyone wants to go thrifting for clothes or not everyone can create designs and, you know, send them off to Amazon for t-shirts. Um, not everyone wants to be making podcasts or go on YouTube someday or deal with Instagram. You know, everybody has a different skill set. And so I think exploring what your skill set is and figuring out a community of people that have employed that and monetized that skill um, is a way to be a mompreneur. And that's what it's all about. And that's why I think it's so amazing and so powerful um, because we're home, right? So if you're a stay-at-home mom, I guess I shouldn't say everybody. So you might be working and be a mom. You might be a stay-at-home mom. So you can come from either way. But if you're looking to create a business and have that be your job um, and be a mom, the idea of doing something that brings you joy, that you're self-aware and good at, and that you can do around your family which you're placing as the most important thing and the business while is important it is secondary or flexible enough to work around the primary thing which is your family I think that's just so amazing and you know I never had the opportunity to really do it and now that I've become a mom and because we decided for me to stay home with Giovanni that was my opportunity to have my business. Whereas if we didn't have Geo and I was just working, I don't know that I'd ever have made the leap to have a business. So, I mean, I just find it very powerful. I find it very exciting. I find it amazing how much I can do from my phone. I mean, I basically run my entire shebang from the phone, which I just, you know, I'm like a borderline millennial, right, at 35. So, Sometimes I'm old school with things and sometimes I'm very new age with things and you know I'm still of the mindset like what do you mean? I don't even need my laptop to like run this business I mean, I do go on my laptop sometimes but most of the time everything is on my phone and thank the Lord because running around after a toddler or having your toddler Trying to press all your buttons on your laptop. I mean that gets to be crazy. So I don't want to ramble for too long. I mean, that's the, the long and the short of it, right? So found reselling, made it my gig, found some other things to kind of help supplement that. Um, You know, there's more things that I want to do and kind of, you know, stick into this um, mom or brands that I have and and the the four pillars that I've chosen to do with the reselling boutique, the design print-on-demand business, and then the momming and the mompreneur kind of blog community side of it. Um, so there's other things that will go along into it. I do a lot of things to make money like um, gift card apps and all that stuff, which I'll talk about probably in my momming section. Um, but I, I do want this podcast, this um, arena for mom or mompreneur to not only be about reselling and print on demand, though that is my business, so that's what I will primarily talk about. Um, Because I do think it's a really great business model for women um, that are stay-at-home moms or that want to be stay-at-home moms or that want to just add a side hustle into their mix of things um, while they're at a job and have kids. Reselling is a really easy thing to get into. Um, It's not easy work. It requires work. But you don't need to have 
um, you can learn everything you need to learn, I think. Um, you know, print on demand, you can gather resources and learn everything you need to learn in order to have that business. Um, you know, whereas some things you would require a specific skill set. But I do want this to be about other ideas. I always have other ideas for businesses and I want to share those with you and I want to hear what your thoughts are. And, and really at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what business you're in. We all have kids. We're all super busy. We're all moms. And we want to raise our business as well as we want to raise our kids. Or at least I do. And that's kind of what my whole mission is when I say boss like you mom and mom like you boss. Because I want to put the same intensity into my business as I put into my kids. And I want to put, I only have one kid, um, but I want to put the same um, intensity and fervor and excitement and present, you know, being present and mindful into my child as I do into my business. So it's just trying to find that balance of how to get everything done and how to make that all work. That really, that's what this is all about. Let's share our tips and tricks to try to make that a more manageable, user-friendly process for all of us so that we can be happy with our business and be happy with our kids and I think I'll leave it there you know um, I would love to hear whatever questions you might have about what I do as being a reseller or being a print-on-demand designer um, I would love to hear what your businesses are as a mompreneur um, you know what do you do what do you do from home what is your you know nine-to-five job um, you know what kind of things do you struggle with as far as dealing with the kids and dealing with the business, etc. Or do you just want to hear, you know, more about ideas of how to get everything done? So let's communicate, let's talk, share with me your ideas. And I will continue to share with you the thoughts that I have. Um, some of the next episodes will be, you know, a couple of lists that I've thought of, um, of, of things that you can do, some ideas um, for how to get things done, how are some ways that I organize things. And then I'll probably do some specific things coming up here soon about reselling and about print on demand. So you can get a little bit more of an idea of that as well. Well, thanks so much for listening, moms. Hopefully I didn't ramble on too much. I'm still trying to figure out the best ways to collect my thoughts, but so far so good. I enjoy doing this. I hope you enjoy uh, the journey with me and thanks for your attention and boss like you mom and mom like you boss. Till next time. Take care.